And we're recording. And we're recording. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Heather's was so, like, pleasant. <laughs> My NPR voice. <laughs> that was your your outro voice from all of the episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed today's music selections. It's a great voice. You have a great voice for... I used to do it. For... Just did you really? You know, yeah. voicing. Uh, actually, when we were in college, I worked for a short time before you got there, I guess, at our radio station. I was one of the oh. late night hosts. Yeah. So for late night radio, that was what, like five o'clock to nine o'clock there? <laughs> it was eight to midnight. <laughs> I had a special dispensation Whoa. so that I could. Whoa. I know. What is this crazy Christian? Listen, you don't even know. <laughs> that seems very, it seems very unchristian to stay I up know, that late. I know. Sounds like you could get into some trouble. It sounds like you were like in a nunnery in like the 1500s. Yeah. I mean, basically. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, where we're all good Christian college students and don't stay up past <laughs> nine o'clock. <laughs> I went to a secular college. I, well, yes. <laughs> But, you know, it was for the jokes. Just play along for, for the, the jokes, you know? Yeah. <laughs> At least you're not being asked to streak naked through the woods. That's true. Commanded to streak naked, <laughs> naked through the woods near the end there. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, where I demand my players streak through the woods. So, I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was and night. a perfect setup for somebody to recap. Yeah, and a perfect setup for a recap. So... Again, welcome to Nameless Monsters, session eight. Thank you for joining us for this episode. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, we are an actual play podcast. We play Monster of the Week, and we make jokes, and we have fun, and we tell stories. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, you probably should. I know I've said this a thousand times, but, you know, who knows? You might be listening for the first time. Unlikely. But you should probably go listen to those other episodes so so that everything makes sense. Who wants to give us our hot recap? You better make it hot. I want it to be steamy. I want it to be sensual. Make it as cold as possible. <laughs> I want it to be um, arousing. <laughs> Brad got lost in the woods, and now we're all in the woods. That's it. Yep. Wow. Nothing else. Nothing else of importance. Mm. Did that did that do it for you, Nate? Yeah, sure, man. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Great recap. Very detailed. <laughs> Thank you so much. And with the... I forgot to introduce everybody. Fuck <laughs> I'm Nate. I use he him pronouns. I am the keeper, kind of the dungeon master. And with us today we have Dennis. Hi, I'm Dennis. I play Brad Johnson, the mundane, and we are both he, him. And Lester. I'm Lester. I play Morris, the initiate, both he, him. And last but not least, <laughs> Heather. Hi, I'm Heather. I play Mags Oliver, the professional. We are both she, her. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. What? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
All right. <laughs> Picking back up where we left off. I believe it was Mags and Morris standing looking at Jaden and Greg and everybody turning to look at Brad crashing through the woods and seeing a giant spider following closely behind. Enter pursued by spider. <laughs> Jaden looks you all over and says, ah, excellent. Everyone is here. And pulls out something out of his pocket. Greg looks totally panicked and pulls out a revolver from his, like, shorts. He's not wearing a holster or anything. He had that Ugh. shit tucked, you know. It was, like, tucked in his butt pocket. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very dangerous. Very stupid. And, yeah. So what do you guys do? First things first. Giant spider pursuing my, my new friend. So... The hunting rifle has been uh, slung on a on a strap around my shoulders. I drop to a knee and draw up a bead on the spider. When I see her do this, I am going to like take a dive, like slide out of her line of fire <laughs> and turn the flashlight around so that it's pointing at the spider. Ooh, why don't you go ahead and roll help out then? Brilliant. All right. Help out. Whoop. Oh, please let me have a bonus to help out. Please, please, please let me have a ha, seven. <laughs> uh, this works well because you put yourself in in danger. Uh, will you read mm -hmm. to me what happens on a seven to nine? Yes, on a help out, when you get a seven to nine, I'm speaking slowly while I stall <laughs> to find the summary. Uh, it oh there it is on a seven to nine your help grants them plus one to their roll but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger or just okay. expose yourself kilt man I let that pause in I let that pause in there so Heather Heather you can decide how you want that to read it was perfect <laughs> yeah the spider sees your nutsack and is <laughs> absolutely repulsed uh, <laughs> <laughs> it takes one harm it sees all the ticks. On it, and <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, almost like wearing a cup, dude. You're getting too yeah. good uh. at these word pictures, babe. <laughs> that was <laughs> ugh. Mm. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I think I yacked a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, holy shit! Uh, okay, yeah. so uh, <laughs> back to the matter at hand, I suppose. Go ahead and roll. We'll 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 determine the danger and everything after after we resolve Mags's roll. So Mags, you roll and kick some ass. I guess I am. Hell yeah, do it to it. I got a seven. You exchange harm. I don't think it can really exchange with you because it's too far away. Really. Sure. And it is also focused on Brad. So how much harm does your... Two. Great. And you shoot it where? I would have gone for center mass. That is what I am trained to do. So like in the face or... Oh, whatever. It's abdomen or... Probably. Okay, fair enough. Great. 
I would have been aiming for the middle of what was headed toward me. So probably hit its abdomen. Fair enough. And just like that, you feel a stinging pain in your leg as you look over to see Greg's smoking gun where he has just shot you in the leg for two harm. (gasps) What? I fucking hate Greg. I'm going to beat Greg to death with my crystal hands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Brad. Yeah. The danger that you expose yourself to is you are kind of now in range of this thing's screaming, which very quickly begins to overwhelm you, and you take one harm from it. Okay. Ignore armor. Yeah. Just to remind Nate, we are still fucked up from the last time we fought spiders. You all healed one harm. Yep. We took way more than one harm in that This is true. Do I get my uh, ignore one from my flak jacket? Uh, Yes. Uh, I know it's just a flak jacket and I said you were shot in the leg, but one armor is one armor. I don't want to totally fuck you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. So uh, the spiders, the spider falters a bit as a shot slams into it, but you hear another loud bang as Greg fires his pistol at Mags. And Jaden has lifted something to their mouth. Who wants to do something? Greg shot Mags, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go punch Greg. <laughs> Great. <laughs> don't fucking shoot Max. That should be a rule, just in general. Right. Why don't you roll yeah. kick some ass then? Okay. Um, I got an eight plus one from my tough is nine. Nice. All right. You exchange harm as established. You're just punching him? Oh, you have crystals in your hands. Yeah, I have crystals on my hands, so I can't do anything else. I'm like punching ch- slash shanking him with the crystals. We're going to say it's one harm and... Obviously. <laughs> and magic, because they're magic crystals. Great. Congratulations. So we both, so Greg took one harm and I take one harm, uh, right? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Morris, I guess, sees Mags get shot and then immediately springs into motion, running and just launching himself at Greg. Greg says, get off me! Get off me! What the fuck? But Greg is able to maneuver his gun and shoot you as you start pummeling him. And you take two harm. I'm unstable, so what does that mean for future rules? Means that you were shot in the stomach. Cool, 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 cool. And are in an immense amount of pain. I was already in an immense amount of pain from the crystals. Morris is just shrugging this off. Oh, dear. Is this the end of Morris? Pain is all in the mind. As you do this, uh, Jaden Indigo Child begins to blow softly into the device that he raised to his lips. And you begin to hear a warbling sound coming from him. And immediately, the spider perks up 
and begins scuttling towards Jaden. What do you guys do? I know I don't have my med kit restocked, but I would like to go over. I've got a coat. I've got, I want to go over and try and medic Morris. While he's locked in combat with Greg. I don't think that that's happening. Oh, I did not see them as locked in combat. Max is going to get up limping and I'm going to call back on my childhood playing with the kids in the neighborhood and I'm going to go full linebacker and I'm going to take this bugger out at the knees and I'm going to knock him into that hole. Can I help out? Absolutely. Why don't you roll help out for me, trying to position him, and then Mags, why don't you roll act under pressure? Let's resolve the help out first. I got a six and a four, which is ten. So uh, Mags gets a plus two. Which gives me a plus four. Oh, Jesus Christ. So that's an eleven. Holy double dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, why don't you just take the narrative reins and tell me exactly how you end Greg. So I think Morris like pushes back from this clench that they had him in and pushes him back and Mags, like I said, limping and wincing in pain, probably crying, is just going to go full linebacker and tackle him about his knees and knock him over and then just release so he falls into that hole. And I believe that Brad already cut apart that <gasps> I did. That dude's getting smashed the fuck up. And you hear Greg let out a yell. Ah! And then it is swiftly cut off. Mm. That's what you get when you fuck with Mags. <laughs> with Mags and the boys. No joke. That Greg is dead. That Greg? Don't like that. (laughs) Jaden Indigo Child rips off his mask and it's just Greg. (laughs) (laughs) There's more. (laughs) Okay. And quick side note since we killed Greg, that means we get all his businesses, right? (laughs) A right of conquest. We're the new Gregs. I am. I have plans for Greg. Hmm. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about Greg's businesses. There's so many Gregs. Don't like that. Question. When Jaden Indigo Child did a little whistle warble ocarina thing, did the spider stop screaming? Yes, it stopped screaming and like crawled over you. Okay. And went to him. Quick question about my geese, geese, whatever. Can I hurt Jaden? Correct. I just can't kill him, right? Yeah, you just have to bring him back alive. Okay, so no killing but maiming, yes. (laughs) Okay. If the spider is not screaming, the spider goes over to Jaden and Jaden like reaches his hand out. And this is, it's all very strange because there's all this chaos, this fighting, the smell of gun smoke in the air, people yelling. And he just calmly reaches out and touches the spider. And he says, Oh, the things we could have done together. This is such a shame that you had to be discovered. Oh, well, back to the drawing board. And he takes out a knife and stabs the spider through the head. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it spasms and falls over. And Jaden 
reaches down into his pocket to pull something else out. What do you do? No, it trusted him. Oh, it trusted him. Did you really <laughs> feel bad for the fucking spider? I mean, a little. I don't. A little bit. It's just God, an God, animal. It's a hideous fucking monster. I'm primed to feel sympathy for monsters. If I, Brad sees him reaching into his pocket and none checks out, he's going to say, okay, listen, dude, it has been a really shitty night. My friends are hurt. I'm not feeling so hot. Greg is dead. And I don't know what the fuck you're doing. And normally I'm not this aggressive. But honestly, at this point, if you don't stop moving right this fucking second, then I'm going to hold you still, close my eyes, and I'm going to just ignore everything that happens while Morris makes you forget what it's like to eat solid food. Oh, man. (laughs) Rad. What a line. It's been a bad night. Why don't you roll manipulate someone? I like how Brad (laughs) delegates the ass kicking to someone else. Don't you have like two tough? No, I actually only have one tough, but I was going to- Oh shit, we're the same amount of tough. I know, right? No, my thinking is you got the crystal hands and I'm much more likely to be able to hold him still than you are. I'm a bigger dude, so- That's true. I've got a bullet wound in my stomach. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, that is double sixes. That's a 14. Ooh, feels good. Wow. He withdraws his hands from his pockets and raises them above his head. It's still that low pre-dawn light, and you see Brad, a slight green glow emanating from one of his hands and he opens his hands and a crystal falls and it falls straight down the hole and you hear it tink 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 um Max for reasons that I can't quite explain, I need you to keep your gun on him while I look down this hole for a second, okay? No problem. Okay. Morris, I'll be with you in a second, bud. And I creep over to the hole. No problem. Gonna just put pressure on the wound. Don't do that. You've got crystals in your hands. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm gonna just creep over to the edge of the hole. I'm gonna look down. I see the glow, I guess. Very, very faintly, you you see the glow. Okay, I'm going to click on the flashlight and shine it down the hole. You shine it down the hole, and you see the crystal at the bottom. What you don't see from this far away is the micro fissures running through the crystal now, but you do see when the whole crystal shatters and green flame erupts from the center of it and begins blasting out. You are caught very much by surprise with this Mm. and are blown back as the heat and the force of whatever this strange magical explosion is blows out of that hole and right into your fucking face. That seems bad. Just walk it off. (laughs) Rub some dirt on it. I'm not going to make you take any harm or anything. This is just kind of something that's happening. 
everybody feels the ground shake and wow it's a shame that y'all weren't able to investigate this cave more it is but it is what it is, I suppose. I do think it's crazy that this is the second time we've blown this cave up. We just keep killing that lady's husband. <laughs> <laughs> Question. When Brad looked down into the hole to see the crystal, did he also see, like, Greg's mangled body? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. Greg is dead down there. He's got brain stuff all over. Landed right on his head, it looks like, and his neck's broken. Great. Great. His head's, like, off at a weird angle. As the ground shakes and you all look over and see flames erupting from this hole and Brad getting knocked back, Jaden begins to run. Well, I shoot him. <laughs> I shoot him in the leg. You shoot him. Okay. <laughs> Morris is rubbing off on Max. Go ahead and roll kick some ass. Nope. That's a failure. <gasps> okay. Oh, man. That feels bad. You just miss. You're not going to take any harm because he's not fighting you. Yeah. But what happens is, okay, yeah, I like this. You fire and it goes directly through him, but the image of him shimmers and then pops like a balloon. What? Shining like powder blows out from it, like crystal dust. And you hear laughter in the trees from a completely different direction. And Jaden is gone. Because I'm using a monster move. A monster move on a person? Well, he's a bad guy. So, you know, he gets shit. And one of those moves is escape. I mean, he's definitely a monster. So He's a monster boy. Now that the men are all gone or dead... May we treat my bullet wound? Yes. Well, the ground is shaking. Yeah, let's... Uh, and I, you begin um, to hear rocks falling. I push the gun toward my back. I'm going to go over to Morris and help him up as best I can and limp to where I feel less shaking, calling for Brad to come to. Yeah, we got to go to the car. Is Brad okay? Yeah, Brad's up. Like, if it didn't harm me... I'm up, and I'm right behind you. Brad looks pristine. Beautiful. Except for his clothes, which are <laughs> sometimes on, sometimes off. He's you just really even tell. more of an Adonis. They're, like, torn in such a way that you just, like, see the abs <laughs> underneath through some of the shirt, the holes. and The cover you know. of a shipwreck romance novel. Basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, how much shaking is there? Like, how far out is it? Is it extending? The cave is collapsing. You are standing on top of it. I mean, it. I'm running away. <laughs> I am going to run up to... I'm going to run over to Mags and Morris, try to help them get off of the top of this cave. All right, who wants to roll the act under pressure that is going to be required to escape this unscathed? Me. Yes. Okay. The ground is shifting underneath you. The hole that that explosion came out of is is now kind of widening as chunks of rock are like falling down from around it and the flames continue to gout. Mags definitely had training classes about FUBAR situations. So she knows that the key is to move as quickly and lightly as possible and 
to get to ground that you control in some way. She is calling back on the very precise path that they followed to get here. And ignoring the flame to the best of her abilities is going to direct them back the path that she knows. All right, roll act under pressure. I got a 10. Okay, great. Well, yeah, why don't you narrate to me exactly what happens? Okay, so as they are following this path, headed back to the cars, dodging branches, very slowly jumping over logs that have fallen in the way, the ground crumbling behind them and sparks flying, catching on all the trees around them. They finally make it back to the road. As you are all running through the woods with the light of these green flames behind you and the light of the rising sun ahead of you, you you finally get away from the cave area and slow down. Brad, we see you reach into your pocket and look into your hand, and you're holding a golden wedding band. Oh, no. Oh. We see you all continue through the woods. Hey, folks, Nate here. I just wanted to take a minute and thank you all for listening and for peer pressuring your friends into listening, too. We are so grateful to our supportive community over at the Actual Place Discord. Please enjoy this little peek at one of our fellow podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour, an actual play podcast about going to school, arguing with your parents, and ruining your favorite outfit while hunting horrible monsters. Narrative-driven and crisply edited with painfully relatable characters. Monster Hour follows unlikely heroes JR. Super suspicious. That's sort of my deal. Constance. I may be a bit of a know-it-all, but I might actually know it all. And Alvin. I'm monstrous. As they unravel the sinister mysteries of a strange Colorado town. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, Buffy, or the Adventure Zone Amnesty, you'll love Monster Hour. Tune in for new episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. We will open at where are you all going? Presumably back to Adelaide's or Greg's veterinarian (laughs) for surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Is there like a drugstore in town? I don't. Oh, I said your supplies were getting low in your. Oh, no bueno, no bueno. I don't figure that there's like a full fledged hospital here. But I figure there has to be a drugstore or a pharmacy. Sure, at 6.30 in the morning. Listen, I'll break into a building if I have to. Hell yeah. Crimes mags. Cut to Brad kicking in the door of a pharmacy. You also know that Adelaide, like, has magic and stuff. That's true. But I also like the idea of a scene of doing, like, surgery on Morris in in the back of Brad's van or something. <laughs> but you guys have to get Adelaide's truck back, too. I do have a first aid kit in the van. Wait, that was Adelaide's truck? Yeah, it's Adelaide's oh, truck. Oh, because we took Adelaide's truck. Yeah. I was thinking about that other car. So there's three cars at the scene. Yeah. Brad's truck, Greg's truck, Adelaide's truck. So I think, Morris, you're going to take one more harm. Oh, my God. For going through the woods with a gut wound. 
Actually, what? I'm cool. Mm, I'm good. Two harm. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm one away from dying. Okay. From being dead. Okay, Brad. Where? So don't do that where, anymore. Where is your first aid kit? Um, uh, under the under the sink, uh, drawer on the left. You get that started. We are going back to Adelaide's, and I take off. And so I'm going to just on dump out on the floor the contents of whatever Brad has in this first aid kit. I'm going to start grabbing down like bottles of water that he's got sitting underneath the counter. I'm going to grab blankets or towels that he has and start ripping them apart. I find... I think based on Brad's life, he has a pretty good fucking first aid kit, like with sutures yeah, it's and all not that great. Shit it's not like in it. healing a gut, wo- like a bullet wound to the, the stomach good, but it's pretty good. It could get Morris stable enough to get to Adelaide, who can do some magic. That's my hope. Can I roll? Yeah. Can I help out by, oh. like... Box uh, cars. No, Morris, you cannot help out. You are fucking critically injured. Can I use my, like, brain Box to cars. be, like, <laughs> Two sixes. <laughs> no. Hey, 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 I got two sixes. Hey! I think Heather. Hey, I please think listen Heather to me. Rolled already. Uh, hey! Wh- I, what did she roll? What I did she hate roll? you all. Is, is, was it good? Mm, sounds like I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Could be bad. Maybe she should just roll again so that we all are paying <laughs> attention. You guys are gonna make me cry. <laughs> no! No! Wait! No! 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 She rolled two sixes. <laughs> oh, so you were listening? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what happens on a tw- on a ten to uh, ten plus? For first aid. He heals two and is stabilized. Fan yeah. fucking tastic. <sighs> Thank goodness. This time, by the way, Mags can hear Brad's litany of encouragement. The same kind of thing he did while she was healing him after the crystal explosion. Just encouraging her from the front seat as they are racing back to Adelaide's and she is trying to keep Morris alive. Brad probably doesn't notice because he's talking. And I don't know that Morris is going to be conscious enough to note it, but our audience watching would notice that there's a little bit less of the panic and a little bit more of Nurse Nightingale this time around. Do I still have crystal hands? I think after a little while, they just kind of fall out. That's disturbing. Now you got these hand holes. I can reuse those crystals. (laughs) (laughs) Morris. Oh my gosh. He's always thinking about that sailor. You got to keep your inventory stocked. <laughs> you think you can't sell crystals because they were stuck in some hands? No, those are good crystals. If anything, they're even better because now they've been tainted by human blood and there's magic in blood. I mean, were they just produced by human blood? I mean, where did they come from? I think, from? no, they were my crystals that I used, I think, <laughs> to do the magic and then they got fused in my hand. Okay, fair enough. A crystal fusion? There's a show yeah. about that. There yes. is. Correct. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think there's fusion in Yu-Gi-Oh. No. So, you all <laughs> rush up yet again, injured as fuck, to Adelaide's house and bust in. And Adelaide is there in the dining room drinking coffee She immediately bolts up when you all arrive and says, This is happening way too much. What the fuck happened? You live in a monster town. Don't act so surprised. Can you please help us? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. Um, uh, take him up to a room. Would it be better to lay me out on like a couch on the ground floor instead of dragging the bullet wound victim upstairs? That's already been rectified. Oh, so if like I'm stable, then like <laughs> no other fuck ups can occur. Yeah, you're stable. I mean, you're not. You're incredibly hurt. But you are not. So I can be like jostled. As no, no. I'm going to gently, gently carry Morris up the stairs like he is a little baby. Aw. Yeah. Adorable. Don't want you to hurt yourself. You gotta support the neck. <laughs> and I'm gonna put him in his room. All right, Mags. Yeah, Adelaide? Where's my truck? We'll go back for it. It was a bad, it was bad, Adelaide. And I like cinch down the the wrap that I have around my calf where I got shot. Oh, oh God, you've been shot. It was real bad, Adelaide. It sucks, man. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> here, here, um, sit down, sit down. No, we gotta we gotta get upstairs. You gotta help Morris. He's so he got shot in the stomach. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll go see what I can do for him. Mag starts pulling herself up the stairs, trying not to bleed on oh the carpet. Oh my god, Mags, what is the matter with you? Let's go! Why are you doing... Oh god. She just needs a couple Tylenol. <laughs> What's your harm at? Three. Mags. Oof. Yeah. Oof. That was close. That was a close run thing. Yeah, thank goodness for my armor. So... What Adelaide is going to do, and reading over healing in the book here, each injury that you take can have first aid done on it once, and that is just one harm heal. That's it. Morris, you have already had first aid done on your thing. Mags, heal one harm as Adelaide performs first aid on everybody, and Brad, heal one harm. Morris is on sabbatical until his wounds heal all up good. So that's the thing. If there was no time to rest between mysteries, you heal one harm. <laughs> right. We're not. We're not. The Scooby gang is like retired for right now. We're cashing in our vacation days. <laughs> I got a lot of PTO with the Colts saved up. I love it. All right, yeah, so all of that from one failed role many episodes ago where they then attached a tracking device to Brad's van and were able to follow him out to the spiders. Brutal. Ha-ha! Gotcha! Nice to know the payoff. We haven't actually found the tracking device, though, have we? Nope, you sure haven't. Well, I'll just be driving around in that for the rest of the game. I'm sure it'll be fine. So, since the face spiders are all dead, that's the end of this mystery. Are there any scenes you all want to do as we wrap things up? I feel like we have to start with Brad and that ring. I, I think I think Mags is right. I think somebody needs to take that ring to uh, to Miss Kelly, or we can, or do we want to take it to like to the sheriff and let her deliver it in like an official capacity? Do we trust the sheriff? Oh, yeah, we don't know, do we? Yeah, we don't know yet. Just, like, informing someone their husband is dead. Well, but if they're part of the leadership, they might not do that. I would like to set the scene a little bit. I would like somebody to set the scene. They're in uh, Morris's room, and there's, like, 
some chairs dragged up to Morris's bed, and Morris is in the bed like an invalid, uh, looking real sickly and stuff, playing it up. But also not playing it up that much because, like, he does have a bullet wound in his stomach now. That I think about it. <laughs> Probably doesn't look great, just, you know. <laughs> and they're, like, debriefing on the mission. Mags has some crutches and her legs all wrapped up. Brad was fine? <laughs> yeah, Brad was totally fine. Pretty fine, yeah. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. You went to save Brad and nearly got killed. Yeah, how how is that... You know what? We're going to table that. We're going to talk about that later. Yeah, Brad is very much dreading that conversation. We're going to talk about a lot of things later. Max will turn to Brad and say, So about this ring you found, I think maybe it's best if... Leave it on the doorstep, ring the doorbell, run away. Well, no, Morris, I, I don't... That's probably... What would be best for us, not having to deal with it, but I, I, f- I feel like the right thing is to go and, and ask Mrs. Kelly if she recognizes it. But I think, I think that we should see if that is, in fact, Mr. Kelly's ring. Was there, like, engraving on the inside of it or anything? Now that you get a chance to look at it, Brad, as Mags asks this of you, uh, you lift the ring up and you look and there is an engraving on the inside. Yeah, yeah. It's got a date and then it says, love, Kate. Yeah, yeah, it's engraved. Um, yeah. Um, you guys are kind of messed up. Do you want me to take care of this or do you want to come for emotional support do you want to take lead what do you want to do i think i'm pretty much stuck in the bed i i mean i i spoke to her in an official capacity yeah i did just kind of sneak into their bedroom maybe yeah yeah um but we'll go you you'll be my yeah my partner uh who discovered it on the scene okay uh oh boy there was not a class about this. No, there's not. I don't think there's uh, much you can, you know, and you just got to kind of wing it and see how it goes and uh, do the best we can, I think. So, uh, yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's go. All right. Okay, so we'll do that scene next then. Uh, okay, you all pull up to the Kelly's house. It looks like there is no longer a hole in the roof and you go up to the door and knock on the door and mrs kelly answers the door and she's she smiles at all of you and she says well hello there how are you all doing today well we're all right mrs kelly um how how are you oh i'm great i'm great i just put some some grits on the stove uh, would you all like to join me for breakfast? Oh, you're, you're very kind. Um. Y'all, y'all are new in town, right? We are. Uh, we met briefly before, Miss Kelly. Do you, do you remember our, our, our brief conversation? Well, no, I don't, I don't think I do. Hmm. Was there something y'all needed? I think maybe... Mags is doing like full red alert 
sirens in her head right now. So she's going to look, she's going to look at Brad and kind of mouth, please just go with me on this. Slight, slight nod. And turn back around. Um, actually, Miss Kelly, you know, we, we would love not to eat necessarily, but uh, maybe just a cup of coffee. Well, sure, sure. Uh, you'll have to tell me about yourselves. Of, of course. Uh, she leads you in and sits you down at the table. Now, now what's y'all's names? Well, I'm Margaret, Margaret Oliver. I'm a, an agent for the Bureau of Land Management down, down here in a survey. Oh, well, isn't that interesting? Uh, I'm Brad, Brad Johnson, and I am not an agent of anybody. I'm just here uh, with my friend Max. Yeah, yeah. Can I, like, as we're going through the front hall, however the house is laid out, can I do a scan to see if there are, like, family portraits on the wall, wedding pictures anywhere? Has she been, like, men in black mind wiped? You see absolutely nothing of the sort. There's some pictures of her and some people that look like they are probably family. Hmm. And Brad, hmm. you don't see any green glow. Hmm. Man, I wish we had phones. I want to secretly text you right now. I'll start talking about the area where I'm supposed to go survey. And can you tell me about anything interesting in the area? Any, any happenings maybe from... Flora or fauna, any seismic activity, any... Oh, honey, nothing interesting ever happens around here. <clears throat> right. Hey, I don't, I don't mean to intrude. You've already, you know, been so generous with your coffee and, and, um, and so forth. Do you happen to have a, a, a restroom I could borrow real quick before we hit the road? Well, sure, of course. Right down the hall. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, I'll be right back, Mags. And I immediately start going into a spiel about black bear activity. And while she's talking to Miss Kelly, I'm going to start like I'm going down the hall, and then I'm going to try to get up the stairs back to where the bedroom is. Yeah, absolutely. You can do that. I don't see any reason why you need to roll or anything for it. Okay. I walk in. I look around. No spider silk. No anything crazy. Nothing. Is there a broom or a yardstick or anything I can use to reach up and poke the ceiling? How tall are the ceilings? I don't, I don't guess they have vaulted ceilings in this little small town house. No, <laughs> no, no. I'm reach up and touch the <laughs> ceiling. Is it there or can I just not see a hole? It's there. What? Okay, I'm going to come back down quietly and walk back into the room, wait for a breaking conversation, and say, uh... So thank you again so much, Mrs. Kelly. Mags, did you have any other questions or anything? Yeah, no, no. Thank you so much. Uh, again, we we appreciate your hospitality. Um, it, it, was it Ms. or Mrs. Kelly? I'm so sorry. I, oh, just Ms.? I never did get married. I certainly understand that. Well, thank you so much for your hospitality, and, and I hope you have a great day. Come by any time. Take care now. And she uh, sees you out the door. Before we leave, like as we're walking off, I'm going to take the ring out of my pocket and I'm going to sort of just set it on the railing of her front porch and look at Mags for a second before I take my hand off of it and then just leave it and walk with Mags down the front path. Ugh, my heart. I'm sorry. Ugh, it's so terrible. No, that's... this. Good stuff. 
Everybody loves a good heartbreak. So wonderfully painful. <sighs> and I think that's where the episode ends. Brad leaves the ring on the porch railing and the characters walk off screen and then the camera just slowly zooms in to the ring sitting on the porch. <laughs> and uh, it cuts to Greta. <sighs> So, congratulations on finishing your first mystery. Let's ask questions. Yay! Hooray! Okay, here we go. Did we conclude the current mystery? Yes. Sam Kelly, dead as hell. <laughs> Was that the current mystery? <laughs> I don't know what the current mystery is. The spiders were the current mystery. Eradicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you did conclude the current mystery, right? Yeah. They're f- yeah, Jade and Indigo Child and the cult that I am in. We had something to do with the spiders, and then Jaden killed them all. Too bad you'll never know what that undulating thing in the middle was. No, I think that's probably a good thing. Don't matter. Yeah, it's probably a good thing. I almost... I never used my third hold. Nope. Damn it. We could have avoided that whole adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Did we save someone from certain death or worse? I mean, saved Morris this time. Morris. (laughs) Well... Sure. So here's always the question. I know. It's did we, as in all four of us, save No, you don't someone? count. <laughs> well, yes. Did the three of you save We saved someone? everyone in the town from having to interact with that one Greg. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we did actively kill Sam Kelly, right? That was our fault. Sam Kelly is indeed dead. How much experience was he worth? But mainly because you took too long. Yeah, he got absorbed by that thing. Yes, that is correct. Uh, I would argue that you did not save anyone from certain death or worse. Fair. Uh, did we learn something new and important about the world? Yeah. yeah. Yes. What did we learn? Freaking mind wiping Slap happening very quickly. It was a couple days. Yeah, that's very quick. Have we seen a second Greg yet? Do we know there's two Greg? There's more Gregs. You have not been to any Greg establishment. We saw Indigo Child's face and know that he yeah. can do like for real Z magic. We know he's made yeah, of glitter. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, he doesn't have to do the do the crystal bullshit that Morris does. But we don't know that Morris needs to do the crystal bullshit either. He just yes. does do it. Sure. Uh, did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? Yeah, Brad had that whole like flashback. Yeah, yeah, I think that that definitely counts. It's not about the character but knowledge. But did we like learn? Your characters yeah. knowing it, yeah. We learned that Morris isn't bulletproof. Yeah, <laughs> I think we already knew that, but We hadn't tested it yet. <laughs> uh, so, actually, that's three marked as yes. So that means each hunter gets to mark two XP. That's yeah. a level for Max. Yeah. Nice. Is, that, is that level three? Uh, yeah. Or however that works. Nice. So, uh, yeah. Does anybody else level up? No, because I used two luck. I'm glad you did, my uh, dude. Did you use two luck? I thought you only used one. Did I? No, I did. You're right. Because because the you got plus, the plus one, ongoing. one ongoing. You're right. So, Mags, Heather. Yeah. Baby. That's me. What you gonna take? So I'm going to take, I'm gonna take leave no one behind. That is a move from the professional playbook. 
In combat, when you help someone escape, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, you get them out clean. On a 7 to 9, you can either get them out or suffer no harm. You choose. On a miss, you fail to get them out and you've attracted hostile attention. Feel like that would have been real useful for this adventure. So that's what I'm going to do. Can we put in, not in writing, but in like voice acting right now, that we are going to rest long enough that I do not <laughs> have four harm still? Um, no. <laughs> oh, wow. God damn it. Morris might just not do things. We'll talk about what what happens next session. The fallout from all of this. Just is. don't erase your harm, is what he yeah, said. Yeah, let's. Yeah, just uh, just leave it on there for now. We'll we'll figure it all out. Everyone will heal at least one, because it will be the start of a new mystery. So everybody can heal one. I'll take it. Hey everyone, this is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. You also heard Ossuary One and Serpentine Trek by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes and at namelessmonsters.podbean.com. So thank you again so much, Mrs. Kelly. Mags, did you have any other questions or anything? She turns to you and she says, I didn't hear the toilet flush, Bradley Johnson. <laughs> no, <I'm> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> How rude of me. And I run back down the hall. <laughs> <laughs>